that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here. On the last special edition of the Spudcast podcast, and tell me what you really think, Hurricane Ida recovery uh, stuff. So several things have happened in the last uh, week or 10 days or so since we recorded the first two. I ran them both last night, or uh, night before and last night. This is the last go-around, and this is time to talk to a lawyer. So that's what we're talking to Bradner about here on this final Ida recovery special podcast of the Spudcast, and tell me what you really think coming up right after this. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. That doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the Home Team Advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team Advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Okay, so another combined podcast of the Spudcast, and tell me what you really think with uh, world-renowned, uh, another pink shirt. How many pink shirts you got, Brandner? Every time I, I come in. I didn't realize I wore them. Man, yeah, yeah, this is like the third pink this shirt I comfortable. Got. I, uh, well, I don't, you know, I don't care, really. I'm just... com- I mean, with the weather, I find that it's better to wear golf, short- golf shirts. Well, I wear. You the know. problem with golf shirts is they're made out of, um, I don't know, it's polyester, whatever. It's a dry fit material, and they stain really easily, and you can't get it out. So why don't you wear black ones? Why do you wear pink ones? That would. That seems like that would. Stand I've never out been. Good. I've never been one to wear black. I don't know mm-hmm. why. You don't want to wear black. Mm-hmm. Aren't they no. Like paladin, like a like a old west hero wearing black with a black hat. I don't know. I should talk to Desi Vega because it seems like that's his go-to. <laughs> black. Every time I see him, he's in black. Even black golf attire yeah um talk to desi arnaz get yourself a medium and talk to him instead <laughs> he just wears black pants and a and a really white shark skin jacket you know oh, really? so like oh yeah oh man desi shark Ar- skin jacket yeah desi I'm arnaz like, man lucy I'm, and desi from the 50s i'm okay he used to wear the sharp you don't I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask i was desi. born in the 50s but i was you know i'll ask desi vega how he pulls it off i know how he pulls it off he's got a lint roller 
Especially if he's got cats. <laughs> I got dogs. We got a cat. We got a lint roller by the front door that my daughters always grab and look in the mirror and roll themselves out. Yeah. Because we got a white cat. Yeah. So when my oldest wants to put on her black garb, she's always got to do the lint roller. She should put one in her bag and just keep it with her. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so yeah, there's your hint for uh, for your <laughs> fashion song, advice. Your fashion <laughs> advice, a lint roller and a pink golf shirt and Desi Vega. Uh, the re- what we're talking about today here on uh, the combined Spudcast, talking out my ass and telling you what I really think, well, what Bright Brandon thinks. There is, uh, we've been playing the, the two things we did about hurricane recovery. You got any other advice for you? Let me tell you something I saw. I, I don't want to pick on people, but how you were making a big deal about it. Don't go hire a lawyer right now. Make sure yeah. you exhaust everything. I think it's fine for somebody to call up a lawyer if they need like their their insurance paperwork read to them and explained, or their mortgage or something like that, or a mortgage company is demanding, then to come and pay that hour fee. Well, I mean, what, so, if I mean, a, a bunch of stuff has happened since we did the last, well, we recorded the last podcast. Um, you have insurers refusing to abide by uh, Secretary Donnellan's, um, is it Secretary or Commissioner? Commissioner. Commissioner Donnellan's, uh, <laughs> Commissioner Donald's whatever order, order mandate. mandate, whatever it is, um, and to be quite honest with you, they don't have to because everything's contractual um, between the homeowner and and the insurance company, and you can't go, well, you can't retroactively affect. Well, that's why I said you should you should get like pay fifty or a hundred bucks for an hour of a lawyer's time to read and explain in layman's terms exactly what all the fine print in one of these pieces of paper says. Yeah, I mean, so so look, this is what we're doing. We've uh, we've been contacted by homeowners and and you know business owners because we're doing commercial too, uh, and they have questions. And and I've said it before. Um, if you just contact me and ask me questions, I'm going to ask for a copy of your insurance policy. Um, and if there's an adjustment already performed, which I highly doubt, no, no, I'm just but the, the adjust- hearing what I'm hearing. The adjusters have come to my house. But yeah, they, I don't they know come, what but they, I mean, they come to my house. They come to yeah. the house that, well, it's yeah. not my house. It's a, a family member's house, and I'm, I'm helping them with the claim. But And they claim, look, they're like, it's going to take a few weeks for us to get out because of the high number. Yeah, that's what they told me. Somebody somebody told me State Farm claims that they're short on adjusters, and, and that's just common. Well, I'll tell you this. We had an adjuster come to the house yesterday. It's so funny. Maureen sells. She works from the office, from her uh, from the den. She's got an yeah. office set up in our den. She works from home, and she contacts people. And dealing with this church in St. Louis someplace. She called the guy about buying an ad in the church magazine and come to find out the guy used to live in Kenner and he was down here helping construction friends of his do adjustments because or, or like estimates on a roof type of deal. Well, yeah, that, that's so, a little different though. We're talking about insurance adjusters. Well, yeah. No, my yeah. insurance adjuster has come already and he is from Houston and he is like a specialist in storms. He well, they're all, they're all cat, they're called cat adjusters, catastrophe adjusters. And pretty much any adjuster who has any experience can handle a catastrophe um, mm-hmm. claim. But uh, the difference is that, well, there's no difference, honestly. Um, I, I, I've gone, we've gone against uh, Louisiana citizens that had their adjuster was also a, a storm adjuster, or, mm-hmm. you know, cat adjuster. So there's really not that much different. They talk themselves up. 
and they feed you a good amount of bullshit to get you on their side. They're very nice to you and everything else. Oh, this else. guy was real nice. We gave him some orange. Yeah. So what, what, what the process is, is that they write their adjustment. It gets kicked up to a desk adjuster. Yeah. And it's just that. Um, it's an adjuster who looks at the repairs, maybe looks at some pictures, and just their job is to reduce the value, reduce the adjustment of the claim. Yeah. Um, their job is to pay the absolute least amount they have to. Yeah. So, like, we had a case a while back. It was a fire case, but it's all worked the same. Um, the adjuster did one adjustment and mistakenly left that adjustment on the table, so we had it. It was kicked up to the desk adjuster. It was Louisiana Citizens. Kicked up to the desk adjuster. The desk adjuster cut it in half just based upon pictures alone. Um, and then uh, sent. They went, we went back down, and, and they, they only gave the homeowner the adjusted adjustment after the desk adjuster reduced yeah. it. But like I said, luckily we had the original one. Um, so that's what they're going to do. They're going to be really nice this to is gonna you. Take a long time. It's going to send up. Going to go back. They're under an obligation to pay any um, any uncontested proceeds. In other words, with the amount that they have on their adjustment um, within thirty to sixty days under Louisiana law. Uh, yeah, but then you're talking about uncontested. I mean, people sat around waiting months and months after Katrina to get their money. And it, they sat on it until, the, until they got to the point where they just accepted and said yes to whatever was well, offered them. And, and that's the thing. If that, that that should never be a case. You should have an attorney by then. Um, if you're waiting and it's 30 days, you need to go hire an attorney. Um, if you're waiting for the adjustment and it's 30 days, you need to go hire an attorney. There are specific uh, deadlines in Louisiana that if they're not met, it constitutes bad faith. And under bad faith, you can get punitive damages as well as a reimbursement of attorney's fees to some extent, whatever the, the court will allow. Um, so, and then the amount of the penalties is based upon the amount of time that is last. 30 days has one set of penalties, 60 days has another set, and it's more than the 30 days, obviously. So, uh, you know, they can't use the excuse of, oh, it's a big event, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when... Like, literally, this morning, I just had somebody tell me, yeah, my adjuster said that they're so overwhelmed with claims that it's going to take a while. Well, okay, they're 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 trying to get you away from that 30-day mark, and they're trying to say, they're trying to justify it. <clears throat> um, well, wait a minute. So, if my guy come, it's already come and adjusted my house, I need to have my, my adjustment from them in within 30 days. You have to have them. You have to have not. You have to have the adjustment within thirty days, and um, you, you you either have to receive the check, which with the adjustment you should receive the check. Um, and by the way, with the check, you're not penalized or you know. If set, I cash it, I can still go for more. Exactly, that's okay. not set in stone. It's not like you know a receipt and release or something like paid in full kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're entitled to more. Um, so, you know, we had a case. We had a, I actually took this to trial. Um, I tried a case that was against Lafayette. I think it's Lafayette Insurance Company, and they're based out of Kansas. Not they're in can. Well, they, the adjusters were in Kansas, right? Mm -hmm. It was a desk adjuster, and uh, 
put her on a stand, and I asked her, I was like, why did it take so long? I think it took like over 100 days. Why did it take so long to pay this person? You know, mm -hmm. I knew the answer because you never ask a question unless you know the answer. But um, her response was, well, you know, we were we were overwhelmed with, you know, from the damage of Hurricane Katrina. And, you know, Katrina caused us a lot of setbacks. Like she's trying to say that her business was affected by Katrina and not um, not so much like the delay was, you know, whatever. So. I, during yeah. the trial, I, I turned it to Katrina excuse because that's what it was. It was an excuse from Hurricane Katrina. But they're in, they're in Kansas or Indiana or something like that, so it was all yeah. BS. Um, they're going to give they're going to give the homeowners every excuse they possibly can to delay it, and uh, they're they're doing it they're doing it for a reason. Yeah, you know, hanging on their money. Yeah, and obviously the least amount of adjusters that an insurance company hires means the least amount of they're going to pay. Know, they gotta pay. Okay. So we're halfway into this thing and I haven't even gotten into the part I wanted to talk about yet, but I'm, I'm still again yeah. learning so much. What about, so if you haven't been, if you have not been visited by an adjuster 30 days after the 29th of. If you haven't been visited by an adjuster now, um, you need to call an attorney. If you haven't, if you haven't received money or the adjustment, the actual it looks like a uh, it looks like a breakdown of repairs. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like a repair estimate. Yeah. But if you haven't received that from the insurance adjuster, you definitely need to hire an attorney. Um, well, we're talking okay today. We're taping this on the twenty first of September. Right. Okay. So if you haven't hired if, if if the adjuster hasn't come up by now, you need to hire an attorney and let that attorney. So what we do is we have a public adjuster that we'll send out, and they'll adjust it themselves. Put together an estimate, and we we send that estimate to them to the insurance company with with a uh, sufficient pr sufficient proof of loss letter, which puts them on the clock. Really puts them on the clock. It, you know, not only are they already on the clock, but it puts them on the clock to pay it. Okay, because again, you got a lot of people in uh, in at the Katrina who sat around. I don't know, maybe they that didn't was have for litigation. Insurance. Look, that was for litigation. Yeah, it was. You know, some of it was due to, I'll just tell you what I recognized, okay? And I'm not faulting anybody. I'm not judging anybody. But I acted a little differently. So it was because of, you know, they just didn't do it properly. Mm -hmm. The insurance company didn't do it properly. They sat on it, so they had to file suit, which then they claimed drug out the payment. But in reality, it didn't because they, they, even when lawsuits filed, they're still under, under a duty to, um, pay any uncontested uh, money. Um, then you have the, you know, you have the delays involved in litigation that can be offset by an attorney who does certain things to push the pace, um, which is what I did that in Katrina, but, um, and Isaac and all of them, but um, I'm, I have ADHD, so I don't, I don't have a lot of patience. So I like, to push things. <laughs> but, um, you know, so you push the pace you get the, the, the most you can, and you recognize when when it's enough, right? And you're always trying to get your attorney's fees or do whatever you can to reduce the impact on the homeowner because they had to hire an attorney. They had to incur these court costs mm -hmm. because the insurance company wasn't doing their job. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm expecting a, an estimate on my roof, but I have interior damage, too. 
So, so far I've had one roof guy come and give me an estimate. I'm waiting on another roof guy to come. But, I mean, all these guys are swamped, too. Yeah. And I'm also waiting on a, uh, a contractor, friend of ours, that uh, I do commercials for. He, he advertises on the Spudcast. Uh-huh. Uh, to to give me a, an estimate on the roof and on the interior deck. So the only the only caution about a contractor, and I agree with you, but in litigation, what happens is a contractor is not um, trained to legally establish causation. Um, so if you put a contractor against an adjuster, an adjuster has better training to determine um, causation. So. The, so you have somebody who doesn't, which being your contractor, versus somebody who does, and that's a problem. Okay. All right. Well, I can't do anything. I mean, I haven't even gotten my one estimate yet. The guy well, just and, came and, yesterday. And look, that's why we that's why we have public adjusters opposed to contractors. Some public adjusters are contractors, um, well, but I'll they're you focusing about, on this. As I, I had, but you, t- I told you about what happened to me last time. I hired a public adjuster, and he ended up, you know, he only got me an extra thirty grand, and ended up taking twenty five of that. Yeah, well, public adjusters aren't supposed to take percentages. Well, that's what he did. He took 10% of everything that I got, mm-hmm. you know. So, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, I don't want no more public adjusters. I'm, 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 they've torn their drawers with me. Now, I don't know who your guy is. Mm-hmm. We know. have a couple of them. Well, and, and they're on standby. I mean, we. No, I it's not like they work. Well, no, I know they're not out there in the office. Yeah, no, they're, they're not in the know, firm. They don't have a, by the firm. a computer they're, up they're, there with a kitty cat picture. Yeah, on they're independent. Like yeah. yeah. But the fact is, I mean, they charge a flat fee or a percentage because this guy charged me 10%. They, they, I don't know what they charge offhand, um, but we don't go with somebody that's unreasonable, I, I guess would be the best well, way to put it. Anyway, I learned my lesson there. When people actually, uh, we, okay, you talk about hiring an attorney. So I, I would come to you and just place everything in your hands and go, okay, this is where I'm at, or again, let no, me... No, I mean, me... The, like for us, we have certain information we request, um, a copy of the insurance policy, the uh, any pictures that were of the damage. Hopefully, they're very well documented with pictures. You know, the guys who went up and, and covered, patched up my roof didn't take pictures before they patched up my roof. Yeah, it's... So pretty... right now, it's covered with tarps. When the tarps come up, I'll have... I mean, I have picture of there's a, a hole in my roof. Oh wait, let's talk about that for a minute because I talked to somebody yesterday who said that they were requiring the homeowner to take the tarps off the roof before they adjusted it. Well, if the homeowner takes the tarp off the roof, there's nobody to put it back on. And what that so under under every insurance policy and under the law, you have a duty to mitigate your damages. Yeah. Um, and you tell the adjuster, I am not removing that tarp because because I don't have a way to put it back on, and I have a duty to mitigate my damages. And by removing this and having you know damage the, the per- rain that rained today, da- yeah, having damage from mm-hmm. the holes that that you know removing right. the tarp is going to have, I would I would violate my duty to mitigate. And what so that puts you in a catch twenty two situation? Uh, no, it really doesn't. Um, well, I mean, it, it, unless I you come just tell and talk your roofer, you. you just tell your roofer, hey, when you take this off to redo the roof, please document yeah, all the things before you start pulling all the stuff up. Yeah, and just shingles. send the pictures to the adjuster. Yeah. Send them to me; I'll send them to the adjuster. But yeah, that's because uh, not only I mean, okay, uh, yeah, a you could send it to me, and I'll yeah, I, as an attorney, I yeah, I'd I would look too. at it. Uh, one of the roofers that um, 
I, he sent a crew over, like four guys, to put tarp on my on my holes. Mm-hmm. I thought there was just one big hole and some blown up shingles. They put tarps all over the camelback back part of my house. Yeah, because there's something called lifting. And we were in Metairie, for example, and it, it got worse. And we were just in Laplace giving away food more. But it got worse in Laplace, and it got worse south from Laplace. Oh, um, terrible in Parish is just disgusting. Yeah. So we, um, there's, some, there's something called lifting of the shingles. Mm-hmm. So in Metairie, we essentially were in an F1 tornado for what, six to eight hours. So what that does is the constant wind will lift up the shingles and allow the roof, you know, and allow water to go in. But also because of the lift up shingles, you you're gonna need a new roof. Yeah. Um, and an adjuster just walking on a roof is not gonna see that, but a roofer should mm-hmm. see that. Um, and that's why you'll see tarps on entire roofs yeah. as opposed to just like a little bit where there's a hole because well, you still have that lifting and it's still... I know. had that. Well, the, the, the guy who came yesterday, uh, I mean, as soon as he got on the ladder before he even climbed on the roof, he goes, oh, they, you need a whole new roof. Mm-hmm. He's, he talked about lifting and my, my shingles were brittle and I got broken terracotta cap pieces and he, yeah. he climbed up. He took. He said, you need a whole new roof. And, and the thing about that is it doesn't, it doesn't matter how old your roof is. Your roof can be six months old. It could be three years old. Um, it could be 15 years old. It doesn't matter. That lifting phenomenon is going to happen because these there's only a certain wind uh, resistance mm-hmm. that these shingles have. And I think everybody has gone over them. And if it's if it's with if the wind miles per hour is still within that resistance, it's the fact of it was constantly battering these things for you know hours. And and there's still some debate about you know how how big a category it was. Port Fouchon has weather stuff there mm-hmm. to measure barometric pressure and wind speed and gusts and the whole shebang. They measured the wind at 182 miles an hour. You know, not Stay. gusts, but sustained. 182. I mean, that and that. If it's a if it's a four or a five, it doesn't matter. Katrina at the end of the day was really a three. Yeah, she just and broke if we levees. didn't have yeah, if we didn't have broken levees, I don't think, I think it would have probably been like you know the equivalent of Zeta's stuff to us. Probably because I still remember Mayor of New Orleans saying we escaped, we dodged a bullet, and all of a sudden the water started coming in. But um, so well, he said a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and I wrote, I drew cartoons about some of the shit that he said. Oh really? So, oh, I'm the one started calling him Ray Ray. Oh really? Yeah. I call him on the radio. Next was that time. the one where he said, "There's a the, was it the Chocolate City speech?" Yeah, I was at Uchi Sushi um, eating lunch, and they have a Chocolate City roll. Yeah, <laughs> he did after him. They got Chocolate City ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah. They, what, what is the name of that? It's not Creole Creamery, but it's a New Orleans ice cream, and they got mm-hmm. Chocolate City, and it's good too. <laughs> All right, you know Chocolate what? We're gonna call too. it a day talking about this one. Uh, when we come back next time, we're gonna talk about uh, the. The city is now, somebody's already filed a class action lawsuit or is filing one against Entergy claiming that uh, they haven't been doing their gig and now the city council's going to they're gonna interview them and maybe make some changes and Entergy's now going, I think we're just going to fold up and let you deal with yourselves. But that's next time on the Combination Spudcast podcast and tell me what you really think back next time. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? 
I got an idea, go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids and don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, so that's our last one, uh, specialized. But you can always go to Red Circle and scroll down and listen to them again if you want to. But that's the last Hurricane Ida recovery thing. Next week, uh, we're going to talk about um, Entergy and the lawsuit, the supposed proposed class action lawsuit, and what do you think Entergy's going to do? Uh, so that'll be next time on uh, Tell Me What You Really Think. In the meantime, thanks for joining me here on this special Spudcast podcast, Tell Me What You Really Think podcast here. You can find me on Red Circle and Spotify and Public Radio and Google and Amazon and Stitcher and on Twitter at Spud Got That and on Facebook at Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big TZ. So like I said, uh, next week we'll be talking with Brandon about that and we'll have regular Spudcasts coming up starting Sunday. So in the meantime, y'all watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.